0: Hi, friends, I'm Paige and I'm Abby, and welcome to a Love Like This podcast. Abby and I might sound a bit different this week, you can thank a cold for that. <laughs> but what hasn't changed is this week's message. Today, Abby is sharing a genuine conversation she had with our best friend Juliana. They talk about heartbreak, not just from old partners, but friends, why it's so hard to come to terms with heartbreak. And lastly, some practical ways for overcoming times when you feel lost. Also guys, A Love Like This is now on Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, have exclusive access to episode polls and have your name mentioned each week, make sure to check out the link in this week's show notes and consider supporting. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy this week's episode.
1: So today we're going to be talking about something that you and I are both going through, went through, have Mm. some advice about, and I'm excited to talk to you today.
2: Thanks for having me on, I'm really keen to talk as well.
1: I know, same. We're talking about how to handle heartbreak Mm -hmm. or hurt. And I feel like it can be like relatable for anyone, like an end of a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, or just like loss of a friend, grief, Mm. loss of job. I don't know, any kind of relationship. Like I feel like we can speak into someone so Jules, you were somebody who I feel like I definitely had a good sort of like support unit um, post-breakup at the beginning of the year. But I feel like you, if I were to nail it down, it was like you, my other friend Robin and then my other friend Luca. Luca definitely gave me like the tough love about the whole thing. Like, come on girl, like just get up and um, go out there again or whatever. And then um, Rob's like assisted to me and then you were just like there because you had gone through this. Like, wait, how many months prior? It was like a few months before me, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, because I remember I met up with you, I think it was um a couple weeks after it happened. Yeah. And you were talking about your relationship, how happy you were and how comfortable you were in your relationship. And I was, you know, you were there to help me as yes, well. Yes, that's right. You know, with the heartbreak. And then it was literally like two weeks later or even less. And I got a message from you being like I just got we broke up, up. <laughs> and I was like no way like it was just insane and I, a lot it's happened to a lot of people this year which is unfortunate like a lot of mm-hmm. happened in 2020 but um yeah I was just yeah it's kind of crazy how you were so happy and comfortable and content mm-hmm. in your relationship and I was
1: like just started with that and then like two weeks later like we we're in the exact same situation exactly so and was- I'm so th- I'm kind of thankful for that too though because like my, like it like Luke's sorry Luke's Single and then, like, Paige hadn't gone through it either. And then Robin's obviously with my cousin, like, they're so happy. And so, I couldn't relate to many people, but you had just gone through it like a few months before me, which was like the worst thing for you, but the best thing for me. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. I do, I remember that conversation. I remember talking to you being like on cloud nine. I'm like, Jules, it's so good. And then, boom, two weeks later, I'm like, I got to text Jules. Like, you're the first person I spoke to, but in saying that you were such like a support to me because you gave me so much good advice, but honestly seeing you, because you were a few months before me in the whole like breakup sort of post breakup process, you were like way ahead of me. And you were just like, like, I don't want to, I don't want to downgrade your emotions, but like you were dealing with it really well. You know what Mm. I mean? Like there were definitely some parts that you weren't, but in terms of like going, you know, being all you, like I'm going to do what's best for me right now. Mm. I know.
2: I do put up this facade though. Like, um, when I first got broken up with, it was like just before I so happened, um, as when we decided to break up. Um, and that was the hardest thing because everything was shut down. I was like, so keen to get out there and go, you know, I'm living my best mm. life. And that's what you think when you're first single, you, You know, you try to cover up your emotions to be like, now I can do all of this because I don't have this burden, whatever, Mm. Um, this person that I have to be with all the time. But then because everything was shut down, our, you know, church was shut down, um, Bible studies, um, the gyms were shut. um, You couldn't even hang out with groups of friends, um, cafes, like everything I enjoyed was like shut down and it was just dealing with it <laughs> dealing with it by yourself at home not being able to escape anything because you know we had to stay home we had no choice and that was probably the hardest the hardest thing and like you were saying with you having me that it is hard finding people to relate to and that's what i'm very thankful for and obviously i believe that god has you know we're friends in this time for a reason and i think he's put a lot of a, a few certain people in my life in this time to deal with um the breakup and you know be able to relate to people because a lot of my close friends um haven't been been able to relate at all um none of them were in relationships in high school unlike we were um i was just in a yeah we were in how long was your relationship again not as long as yours <laughs>
1: it yeah. was like three years wasn't it I mean the whole like yeah, the like the part ago. where it was like I was in love with this kid lasted for like it literally I feel like almost a year mm. but yeah. the whole relationship didn't last even a year but you were still talking for you know a significant
2: mm. amount of time um but yeah my relationship was two and a half years going on to three years um but pretty much dating through throughout the whole of high school like year eight we were friends started dating year eight and then you know things happen when you're young and then getting you know back together and you know he was my best friend for how many years like five years and then when they just like Mm. uh, go on it's like whoa what the heck's just crazy I didn't remember I didn't remember who I was by myself mm. I, I couldn't remember what it was like to be myself and not have to message someone and ask someone you know, not saying you have to, but, like, yeah, just yeah. thinking about that person I all the that. time. Mm. Um, yeah, and not having people to relate to was, in the beginning, was a struggle, mm. especially the people you were closest to, mm-hmm. but um, you obviously get closer with different people.
1: Yeah, I bet. Um, it's it's almost different. like, I feel like I struggled with that, too, like, afterwards. I'm like, because for me, I didn't have the attitude of, like, oh, like, I can't wait to just, like, get out there and do this, because I've never been that type of, I don't know why. It's not like I love to have fun. I love to have a good time. But I don't know why I've just, I've never had that experience of like being single and meeting everyone and going on dates and stuff like that. I don't know why. It's just never been a thing mm-hmm. for me. And so I'm not an out there person either. Like I've, I've very,
2: like, <laughs> how do I say it? <laughs> I friend zone people immediately. Like I have a lot, I have a lot of guy friends. I think that's because I have a brother. You have a brother as well. When yeah. We yeah.
1: We've I have got so guy many guy friends. Guys,
2: mm-hmm. I don't see many guys that I go, oh my gosh. Like, I'm immediately <laughs> like, oh, you're so cool. Like, let's be friends. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Hang out. And, like, yeah, I, I mm. was, it's not the fact that I was like, oh, let's get out there to like find a new book. Yeah, yeah. With, love with people like a lot of people do, which people find as a coping me- mechanism. Yeah, mechanism. Love, you know, getting someone else. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, right. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I think we're both
1: not. We're definitely not. And I think it's definitely like personality types. And I feel like anybody who's just like, I don't know, lost a friendship or have lost a relationship, you really you really come to know when it's done and when it's over how much of yourself you put into A, that person yeah. and B, that relationship. Like I remember when it happened for me, it was months where I was just like, "How is?" And there was like a little bit of hope where I was like it can happen again. And I think, I think anyone who can relate to this with any sort of relationship, whether like I said, like you've lost a job or you've lost a friendship, where there's a period of time where it's like you still have hope that it can – it can happen again. Like maybe he's the one, maybe this friendship doesn't have to die. But, Mm. and then when you get to the point where you realize, wow, that really just was for a season of my life, that's the, that was the hurting point for me. And I think it was definitely like a shock. Like it's, it's almost like trauma. Like I remember post breakup, I think I told you this Jules, but I would read articles and articles on like the neuroscience behind what happens when the heart gets broken. It's insane. I'm pretty sure there's like five different stages of a breakup. And I wish I could memorize them, but there's the ones that I can remember is there's depression, sadness, um, resentment, and then, oh my gosh, what was the other one? Regret. Mm. And then eventually you get over it. And I think that, and it, with those like step five stages, you don't really know when you're going to find yourself in one of them. Some of them can repeat more than others. And I remember I was in like the, the depression stage for so many months. Like I remember, just stop- I didn't stop talking about the relationship. I didn't stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. And my friends around me, are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just abused to this. Like that. I don't rem- like what you said. I don't remember being what it felt like just not being in love. Because when when you're all, when you're in the relationship, when you're when you have a good friendship, when you have a solid relationship, it's like that supernatural glow. It's like everything around you just feels better, you know. And I think that adjustment of you trying to figure out what that better looks like on your own. It's really hard.
2: And I don't think um, I definitely didn't realise the extent of how hurt I would have, yes. physic- like how physically <laughs> hurt.
1: You, you feel like you're dying.
2: Like, like you were saying, the different stages, like, mm. like now looking back at like, you know, the timeline of the breakup to me now, the different stages of um, how you feel mm-hmm. towards the end of the breakup It's like you are like depressed for a significant amount. Or oh, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more like, okay, I'm going to be okay. And then Yes. It's a, a week later, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm yeah. um, really depressed. For like I mean, mm. everyone, everyone's different, but mm. I feel like we were very similar. Like depressed for a long time. Yes. Um, <laughs> just upset for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I didn't realize how physically hurt I would feel mm. um, losing someone so close to you, um, mm. and that can be in any situation. But it, it physically hurts your heart like it
1: feels like exactly ripping apart it's almost like and I feel like what like how we keep applying this to not just a boyfriend but to a friendship or whatever is it becomes sort of like I mean it's a part of your whole life like your heart soul your mind you wake up thinking about this person you go to bed thinking about this person and it becomes literally everything and all and then it just you know, with just a few words, it's over, and yeah. then it's definitely that process of being like, how do you just fall out of love with this? How do you not get used to this friendship? How do you not, you know what I mean? It's a, about yeah. the adjustment. Um, and
2: I think for you both obviously it's only happened. Yeah, I could say might happen eight months ago, but I still feel some of the emotions I felt mm-hmm. as it just happened. Like yes, it's it's hard to mm-hmm. you know you. It's hard for people to understand that you can't just move on from something so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, like you said, it's uh, people like to give their opinions, and I mean, they're they're helpful. Some of them, um, they like to tell you what to do. You know, just get over They don't just yeah, it yeah, ever. yeah, or, um, sweep
1: it under the it, rug, or you
2: can, you can do better than that anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, don't even worry about it. You're mm. this, you're that. Um, but it they haven't. It's hard when to listen to those people when yeah, they yeah, haven't experienced it. Yeah, because, yeah. Because I mean, you can say all those things, but you you don't know how it feels, and that's what mm. I have struggled with. With some of my closest friends is they don't know what it feels like. And Mm. then I've kind of shut off from talking to those people about it because I know what they're going to say. They're going to tell me to get over it. And then I feel like it's a burden on them, me talking about it, which is not how I should feel because I should be open and honest with my friends Mm. but in saying that their opinions have made me feel like they don't, mm. well, how do I
1: even say It's that? hard. And it's almost because it's like, mm. you know, the heart of that part, like, you know, their intentions are obviously good. Yes. Like, even yeah. I think it was like, my mom said it a few times after like, Oh my God, my mom is just hurt that somebody hurt me. You know, their yeah. intentions are good, like 100%, but it's definitely stuff that you like, don't want to hear because it's like, I am trying to, it's really difficult to yeah. like, it's super hard. And
2: And it's hard to explain as well, I think. Yes, yes. This
1: is the crazy part about it. (laughs) It's because I remember Jules, like I found – like literally mid relationship, my love of country music went like up to here. Like I loved it, and there was this one particular song by Maddie and Tay called "Die from a Broken Heart." And I remember like watching the film clip, being like, "Yes, like this is gold. Like this is so good, such a good song." And I was like, "But I cannot relate to this. Like I don't know what they're talking about." And then post I think breakup,
2: you can relate though. You think you can. That's you- the thing. You listen to all these songs of like i was listening to the other day taylor swift like we're never getting back together and, Like i used to sing that for when i was so young being yes like, this is like the best song ever but when <laughs> you actually listen to the lyrics like really it's good, like oh like, damn oh.
1: like that song like became my anthem like it spoke so much life into me post breakup because it literally feels like like mom can i die from a broken heart because i'll never forget like the i think it was just really like i remember afterwards I was so down and you kind of like you look back and you're like was it worth it but at the same time it's almost like you let the you let your emotions get the better of you and I remember like the night it happened I was like in my bed I literally I feel so bad because I'm usually somebody who like puts things in perspective like I'm really a positive person and and I know people go through worse things but this had been my first proper breakup and I remember just like laying in bed and like my whole family was around me. I literally felt like I was a hospital patient and I was like taking down like all the old photos and I was like, oh, God. this sucks. Like this is so hard. And then you, when you see, I think the turning point for me, and this again can be applied to a friendship is that when you see that person that you loved or when you see that person, you put so much of who you are into them and then you see them moving on. Like that yeah. again is a whole other level of hurt.
2: whole next level. And Mm. I think you um, definitely moved um, on in the stages of your breakup quicker than me in the fact that my ex and I talked for a significant amount of time only recently in the past month. I think Mm. it's been that we've cut communication um, over our messages um, Mm. and stuff completely, whereas you did that quite early um, compared to me, which I think that was not
1: necessarily your choice. I think Mm. his... It was his. Yeah, his... um, I don't want to be rude, but like no, it was just like his yeah, his perfect. way of his way of doing it, which is he fine. Like I'm so okay. Like, he
2: was a lot. He was younger and yeah. a bit immature. I mean, all boys are immature. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> can agree. Sorry, guys. I don't. I doubt any guy would be listening to this episode, but I'm sure guys can relate to that too. Sometimes yeah. girls can be crap oh, heads as well. Like it's, it's not.
2: Um, yeah, full on. Like they're mm. intense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's it's hard to.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Jules, for somebody who who's just cause I know literally like so many people around me have just seen like even like friends who have been their best friends for so many years, move on to another friendship and completely like don't realize it. But, and I, I find that with some different personality type is that people don't necessarily see or like know that they've hurt people and sometimes mm. Like, it can be hard to address to that person, but at the same time, it's knowing that, like, okay, that relationship was either for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, that my mum always says. And so, for somebody who's just, like, lost a friend, lost a friendship, a friendship's ended, or for somebody who just got out of a breakup, like, if you could sit down with them right now, and I'll help you with this too, because I wish I could, like, imagine if there was a third one of us, like, what would you say to that girl or that person?
2: Well, I can relate to losing—not um, losing, but um, really mm-hmm. from a friendship point of, view, point of view as well. Because yeah. um, I was super close with this girl um, around Year Seven, to Year Nine, and then Year Ten time, I got my boy, like had my boyfriend back, and I remember her saying to me, "Like, I'm losing my best friend because of the boyfriend." And um, now, me and that girl are still um, friends, but we were best friends for how many years? Like four years. Um, we're not close anymore, that close anymore. One of the first things I did was, um, this can, people say that you can see this as a positive or a negative, but mm. because of COVID, I had to find things to make myself busy. Um, yeah. I Still to this day, if I leave too much time for me to sit, this is not sitting and relaxing, but just, I don't know, not do If I have nothing planned for the next hour or the mm. rest of the day, I find myself thinking and then I get into a negative train of thought so Mm -hmm. keeping myself busy um which is where the baking business happened Mm -hmm. um was um one way that I um coped with it um Mm -hmm. also physical exercise I know a lot of people don't I'm lucky that I enjoy exercising and that's Mm -hmm. one of my passions that I like and one of my hobbies that I like doing (laughs) It is so important for your mental health, even if you don't like running or doing, you know, massive Mm. workouts, going for a walk and listening to a podcast, Um, even just walking and just listening to the sounds. And you can like name the sounds Mm. that you're hearing when you're going on your walk um, to try and keep your mind Mm. busy and also, you know, produce those endorphins, which is a happy chemical. Mm -hmm. Um, that will, you know I mean I'm not saying it will help the whole time, but like it helps for a period yeah, yeah. of your day. You mm-hmm. know, doing something, not just laying in bed doing nothing. Yeah, that's right. Also, what have I done? I've journaling I found which I got from you and Paige. <laughs> um <laughs> journaling has really helped me um express my emotions when I because I do love sharing how I'm feeling. Um I'm very open book, I'll you same. know well, same. And I'll tell you everything yeah yeah um which is a negative and a positive mm-hmm. <laughs> but um being a because people my friends were getting i don't know this is just my perspective but i felt mm-hmm. like my friends were getting frustrated with me always talking about it so i was like well how am i gonna i mean it's already been a few few months past like how am i gonna mm-hmm. keep talking about it and you know vent um yeah. so definitely journaling has helped me vent and i use it more as like a prayer journal to go mm-hmm. because i'm not very good at um praying I always and you know, just shutting my eyes and praying. Yeah. yeah. I lose train of thought and I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh gosh, darn like God keep me on <laughs> But um I yeah, using it as a prayer journal and being like, God help me with this but then also I get to the end of my journaling and then I'm like, okay, what am I thankful for? And writing Mm. down, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my mum who's helped me, you know, with this situation. I'm Mm. helpful for my brother. I'm helpful for my brother's girlfriend. So my brother's girlfriend um, had a very similar situation to us. Was in a long-term relationship in high school, um, three years I think, um, leading on to four, and her, you know, they broke up. Um, after they graduated and she has been one of the biggest and best support systems I've had. Um, yeah. so like, look at me, like I would have never, you know, you would have never been my best friend if I hadn't broken mm. my ex. Like, look at your brother, he's so amazing. And it's, mm. it is it is true, like you, you don't look that like beyond. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it is, it is good to have those type of people to see perspective and mm. see, you know, things will get better in the long run. Mm. Um, so yeah back on journaling that helps <laughs> uh,
1: what else have I done I don't know what else do you think I you think, think one of the things that helped me was like obviously what you're saying how you know walking can help you with mm. like that period of the day or whatever I think definitely doing physical exercise like you said and also like taking like day by day it's yeah. like I remember like because for me and I'm sure for you as well, like, I dreamt up my entire future future with this person. As oh, you do yeah. when you're in love. You're yeah. like, I want to marry this kid. Like, yeah. I want to be engaged to them one day. Yeah. And then- I think older people would say, oh, that's ridiculous.
2: Like, you're so young. But, like, when you're in it, like, I don't know. I feel like that might be mm-hmm. Christian um, morals and values that we yeah, yeah. have um, of when we do date to marry. Like, I don't want to just date around to.
1: Yeah, yeah you want to find your forever person and yeah. and but the sucky thing is is that you think you think that you've met them and then yeah. you dream up your entire future with this person and and I know for me it was because we had you know so many similarities like i want to do this and then i had like all these dreams and all these goals and all these visions and and they, i know, was finding find. yeah yeah and i was finding everything in that and i used to dream about it every night like i loved it because i'll never forget just like when when i was in the relationship um or even like someone who's in a good friendship can relate to this too, but mm. I'll never forget just like driving and just being so thankful, being like, I can't believe I'm experiencing what love feels like, like yeah. because it was the first time I'd ever felt it. And so, and I didn't realize what that was doing in my brain, something scientific happened, but it was just like that reoccurring thought, like, I can't believe I'm in love. I can't believe, you know, I love this person. I want to spend forever with them. And then it, it finished and then you get all of that back, but worse. You know what I mean? I can't believe I'm not with this person. I can't believe he's not the one. I can't believe my future doesn't look, you know, my future doesn't consist of that person, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I don't have all the answers. Like I'm not God, but I know that both of us can say that. Like, I don't know what I would have done without Jesus <laughs> post breakup because, yeah, and you. I know people have different coping mechanisms. Like on the other end, I think for both of us, like, you know, moving on, finding someone new but I just, I don't work like that. You know what I mean? Because like one of the lyrics in that song, it's so funny. It's like, Oh my God, what was it? Um, was it ever really real if he didn't feel like I feel? And I felt that I was like, wait, did I waste all those months? Like, was that wasted? But thanks to my faith, I know that no season is wasted. Like Mm -hmm. I only know that, like, I think it's Psalm 34, 18, maybe could be wrong, but in my version of the Bible, it says, like, if your heart is broken, like, you'll find God right there. Yeah. And I was just like reading that, like, over and over again. Because, and I even at one point, like, I had, like, kind of all these post it notes, like, around my room and throughout my journal and in my Bible, because I needed to look at something promising. Like, I needed something promising in front of me. Otherwise, oh my God, I would have been a hot mess. You know what I mean? That's what I was going to say. Um, I'm very thankful that I
2: I mean my relationship with God during COVID um time has been um you know not the best and I think a lot of people have experienced that I obviously don't feel as you know close and connected but I I have felt um his presence in helping me be still and have peace um because I am lucky that my faith was rooted on a rock with Jesus while I was in the relationship and you know breaking up if that was not firmly rooted like I don't know what would have. I know that's right. Done, you know. It's right. It is so important to have um, a strong faith um, rooted on the rock by Jesus mm-hmm. um, to help you through that. Because otherwise, I honestly don't know mm-hmm. how. I don't know what I would have done. Not that's right. Just praying and being like, I know God. You you have something planned for me in the future. Yes, we don't know what that is. We don't know who that person is. Um, but just having that hope of. God's got my life planned give mm. you just this small amount of comfort mm. that does bring you some peace in really tough times that you're
1: that's going right. you know, better that's so true I'll never because there's something what I'm learning about in my positive psychology class like how perfect is this class for me Juliana I'm learning about the brain and how to like I fill people <laughs> <laughs> with, like with like optimism and joy and happiness which yeah. is like everything that I'm about so I'm loving it but one of the things that's such a like a common misconception is that with you know being positive, it's like you have to be happy all of the time. Like yeah. that's not the case at all. The case is actually to receive your emotions and deal with them when it's appropriate and yeah. to be be okay with crying. Like, oh my gosh, I remember the day where the person had moved on. I remember oh my gosh, like a whale cry. I was so yeah. sad. But I'm so thankful that I was sad because the one thing that I cried out to was God. I was like, mm-hmm. and I just felt him so you know, so closely that day because there's nothing more that you can do. Your emotions will eventually get the better of you, but it's so important to process them.
0: Yeah. And then
1: I think something else too, when you're in a healthy place, like when you're in a healthy mindset, like when you've, and I think one more tip before I get to that is mm-hmm. to find community, like mm-hmm. build those relationships again. I remember like post relationship, I was like, oh, like, do I really like, I remember Rob was like, I want to take you, I'm picking you up tomorrow. Like we're going to Starbucks. Like we're going to get you a drink. And I just remember getting in the car being like, I feel like a, I feel like a new person. Like, what's I don't even know what this looks yeah. like. Like, I was so confused. But just having her there and then having you and my family and everything like that, it reminds you. You're like, wait, there's still good in my life. Like, I still have so many good people, so many good relationships that are actually worth putting my time and energy into. So why don't I just spend all my time doing that? Yeah, and it also it does reveal
2: the people who truly do care about you and do yeah. value you as well. I mm-hmm. mean, I it's not like I've lost friends over this period, but it's even reflecting on, um, a lot of my friends are in new relationships now, whereas I'm, you know, we're on the opposite end. Um, and being like, I get frustrated. I'm like, Oh, they're hanging out with their boyfriend a lot. Um, you know they don't really make as much of an effort to meet up with me or you know Mm-mm. things like that and i'm like okay wait did i do that in my relationship yeah, yeah. in the beginning like surely i did um, yeah. i'm not going to be ignorant and say that <laughs> i did because i i'm sure i did i yeah. mean like i said i lost one of my bestest friends in the beginning of Mm-mm. my relationship um and you know we're not meant to be you know it's a, the season happened and mm-hmm. that the season mm-hmm. that was meant to end um mm-hmm. But yeah, it does make you realize and grow for next time to be like, mm. okay, this, I didn't do this last time. So I yeah, need that's to right. like, make think- this a priority next time because those people mm. do genuinely care about me. So I need to show that I genuinely care about them.
1: As well. mm. That's so true. And one of the things that my friend Anna told me, like after my great uh, breakup, one of the advice that she gave, she's like, all of the energy that you put into this relationship, into this one person, into this relationship or this job put that energy towards everything that you love, like everything that you're actually passionate about, like put it towards your faith, put it towards your job, put it towards your family, like spending time with your friends. And I think like at the same time, breakups are super hard. Any breakup, like with a friendship or a boyfriend is super, super hard. But I also think it's almost like, let it be an exciting time because now for the first time, like I remember I texted Robin the other day. I was like, Robin, I just had a revelation. I'm like, wait, I can actually like, get excited to be Abby again for the first time in a really long time. And she was so excited for me. She's like, Abby, I'm so excited for you because I have no idea what that looks like, you know. Yeah. And, I think, bit- yeah, and like, I don't know the plans
2: that I've always like dreamt of doing or whatever. And I always was like, oh, I don't think I can do that because, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let me repeat that. Um, the, thing, <laughs> the things I wanted to do. Um, and I would always, you know, consider my partner, my boyfriend, <laughs> being like, oh, I, you know, can't really do that because you know I'm in a relationship or yeah, yeah I mean I could have done it but I feel like it would mm. have been, I would have been selfish and I was I, um I feel like I'm quite a giving person like I would give mm. I everything in my relationship like anything he would want like that's just me I mm. just wanted mm. to, I wanted to do it for him it's not mm. like I did it for him I wanted to give it was
1: it. like the best thing ever like doing it yeah. yeah yeah I still haven't done this yet because I don't know if I'm still, I'm in a healthy place now, but mm-hmm. is to take the time and list out the qualities of like of that or of that friendship that were really good. Yes. And then kind of building off that, be like, okay. And then make a, like a list of things that wasn't. So, you know what you don't want. And yep. like what we said, like when you're a person of faith, knowing that God has that person, knowing that he has more friends like waiting in the wings for you, like you just don't know. And yep. that's the coolest thing about God is he works with so much mystery. And I don't know. And I think talking to you Jules all the time, post breakup, it just gets me like so excited. I'm like, you know what, stop you. Like I'm gonna be the best Abby that I can be. Not to prove anything to you, not to prove anything to the broken friendship or the relationship, but for myself, like I'm glad it happened because one of the prayers that I pray, which I feel like it can be kind of dangerous is, I think I might have said this in the last week's episode, but I never want God to like, I know he won't, but I never want the feeling that he's just like stopped writing my story. You know what I mean? So that period of my life is just another thing that he's woven into the tapestry that is my story. And I'm so yeah. thankful that I went through it.
2: And I think that we could um, relay that to us becoming friends as well. Like how long, have we, when do, we, I was trying to remember. It's almost, it Jules,
1: it is literally in like, oh my God, maybe February. It's almost, it's three years.
2: Yeah, I was thinking it's, it three. has been that long, even though I feel like we've been friends forever. Friends forever. Like, literally when we met like <laughs> I, when you came to youth i'm not one of those per- people who like go up to people mm. i mean <laughs> now i am more outgoing yeah, yeah. in the beginning i was kind of a bit nervous to always you know introduce people even though i shouldn't be the one nervous i'm yeah. the one who like goes there often and you were the mm. new but i don't mm. know you and Paige just like i just i don't know i was just like i really want to be friends with them so oh, I, like, yeah and we just like clicked,
1: clicked. like literally It was just crazy. It's such a God, like I I know a godsend because I'll never forget. I think I write this in your birthday card literally every year, but one of the books, like I remember it was, it was mid 2017 and I just started at my new school and I was like a new group of friends. And I remember Mia bought me like this Disney book and it was like lessons you learn from every golden book, uh, something like that. And one of the pages that said in it was like, you never know the friends that are waiting in the wings for you. Mm. And by the way, that's like a side stage reference, anyone who doesn't know. Anyway, and I was like, What? How can God possibly have like new like more friends for me? Like how is that even a possibility? Then I started at youth and I clicked with you and I was like, Oh, this is what he was talking about. Like yeah. Jules is like you become like literally like my, literally my best friend. Yeah. I think sometimes we put limits on a limitless God. We're like, mm. okay, like this is kind of like, you know, when you're like in bed and you just kind of dreaming up your future, you're like, I think that this will happen. And I think that yeah. this might happen or whatever. Um, but you actually don't know. And I think that's the best thing about, like, this is kind of branching off what we spoke about, like last week, but about the value of like being present and like even post breakup, like really enjoying your everyday and then that's how God you know what I mean like that's how his plan gets worked out in your life because you just don't know what's going to come I
2: I like when you said um focusing on the present as a strategy though because if you look too far into the future then you like stress about the future i feel like and like when is it
1: gonna happen and you're like waiting for it you're like am i forever gonna be alone am i even worthy to love like god yeah. do you know the desires yeah. on my heart <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly that's like the negative train of thought again where you yeah. want to stay in like the more positive um train of thought and being like okay um i'm gonna live i'm gonna do this tomorrow to you know improve this, this about myself or like work on this or um not even just you know being present or i'm learning to like love love yourself as well being like i don't need to change this about me like just because that person doesn't like it that's mm-hmm. just
1: doesn't mean you have to change it mm-hmm. like, and obviously if they're in love with you in the first place there obviously was things that they loved about you like i think it's and i think it's really cool because it's almost like after a breakup or after losing a friendship it's like you've just kind of like i don't know how to describe this it might be gross but like you've shed like a new layer of skin <laughs> it's like you know what i mean it's like why you're actually putting things in perspective to be like okay actually like who am i like who are the people who valued me what do i value and then yeah. working on that every single day mm-hmm. i think it definitely comes with like post breakup it's like okay like realizing it's okay to sit with your emotions that there will be stages of sadness and depression and really bad hurt and i think Dealing with those things when it's appropriate, do it. You know what I mean. Sit, cry in your room if you have to. Listen to the songs that remind you of that person and cry it all out. You know. Well, actually, can I read something
2: quickly? My mum sent me. Of course a, you can. My mum oh sent God. me this thing. Uh, my mum was sending me a
1: lot of fun things. Oh, that
2: is <laughs> so, so cute. I like, know how good
1: how good are mums doing all this?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. This is just like a list, of Facebook thing that my mum sent me. It was like a few important rules to teach your daughter, and just one of them says, um. It's okay to cry when you're hurt. It's okay to smash some things. But mm. wash your face, clean up the mess, and get off the floor because you don't belong there.
1: Mm, so like, that's so good. You, think,
2: you know, you're better than that. You're, mm. God has got your back. He will, you know, lift you up. You don't have mm. to sit. You can sit in it, but you need to remember the perspective and the plan that God mm-hmm. has for you. So you don't belong down on the floor. Get up mm. and, you know, make
1: yourself better. And I don't mean to sound like... I'm not trying to sound like preachy, like Christian over you, but it's true when you're actually, when you're in a season of heartbreak, it's like, and I think people who I know who have been, who have lost friends or, you know, have experienced heartbreak, it's like you need something affirming, like you need something promising that you can stand firmly in believing that's true, you know? Yeah. So listening to worship is like Mm. always, always good.
2: Yeah, Um, I don't really have. I was trying to find the song, but I can't find it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a a child of God. Child of God, classic. Yes, classic. It's so true. Like, Mm. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. I can't speak. I am who you say I am. Like, Mm. he chose you. Mm. Like, like, you don't need someone, some stupid boy to, like, give you value. Like, God's given you all the value and he's chosen you to be in his family. So that's Mm. all like
1: so true yeah and I think sometimes too like when we're talking about dreaming up the future whatever it's like you 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 don't know but I think Mm -hmm. another thing is like God knows like he knows the desires that are on our heart like I know for you and for me like heck I want to be married one day I want a family one day I know both my sisters do they're still single like and I think sometimes we forget that like God knows that and God's like yeah but like I'm your creator and you're my creation I know what's going to be the absolute best for you just trust me you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah i totally agree and yep. so there's so much comfort in that mm-hmm. but um just to like finish summarizing what else did we say we said so like sitting with your emotions but not saying yeah for too long yep. journaling doing physical exercise um focusing on things that are promising, building community, you know. And always. also, mm. it it
2: does take time. Don't mm. don't ever think like I should be I do think this. Um but I want to say to other people don't think I should be over this by now. Like a lot mm. of people tell me that, like it's been so long, Julia. Mm. And I'm like, I know, but that doesn't mean that you have to disregard how you're feeling but yeah just not um disregarding time it does take time to heal Mm. and that is fine it's all in God's timing where you will heal um Mm. but also do the practical things to help you heal otherwise you'll be in it for
1: that's right one of the um one of the analogies that Paige told me in her book she's reading a book called when happiness happens by Max Lucado I don't know how to say his last name so sorry but um one of the things that he said was Praying is sort of like picking up a hammer and like helping God build whatever it is that He's wanting to build. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's helping Him. Mm. And you find that when you're praying, like a relief comes over you because it's like you're not just talking to a counselor, you're not just talking to a friend, a girlfriend, which of course, all of those things are so helpful. Like I'm, I honestly consider like my mom, because mom and I are both studying counseling, or she did, she's like every single human should just see a counselor just to have someone to talk to, not because yeah. you have mental illness issues maybe you do maybe you don't but yeah. it's so good to voice your emotions and but when you're doing it to god it's like wow like i look up at the sky and i'm like the god who made that star like that star that's what eighty thousand years on a regular rocket away yeah he's, like, listening, to me. he's listening to me and and then you ask him for those signs that we talk about all the time on this podcast and you ask him to reveal himself to you, and he does, and then that's when that relationship just gets closer and closer with him because it's like, wow, I have someone, the creator of everything, listening to me, knowing that I'm heartbroken. That's the best news ever. If if anyone's listening to this and they have gone through something similar, they have lost a friendship or they've just come through a breakup like message me and Jules <laughs> we'll yeah. organize. we can organize totally. a zoom chat <laughs> yeah because
2: I that's the one thing like we've struggled with is not having um mm. as many people that can understand um and it, it is heartbreaking um and having abby and having some of um some of my friends who have been there for me has been amazing and i understand that a- some people wouldn't have people who have experienced this mm. thing so yeah feel free to message us or talk to us and we can mm. chat because we will li- like it's a <laughs> i appreciate you will help you you. <laughs> me. so i would like love yes. help. helps yes
1: because know. like and especially for you just like you had your brother's girlfriend and Mm. i had two older sisters i have my mom you have your mom some people don't have that and yep. that's heartbreaking to me i can't even imagine what yep. i would have been like if i didn't have people like that but yep. yeah yep. thank you so much just for coming on the podcast Thanks. i love You're our cool. conversations i feel like it's so good that they're recorded this time so people can actually get some because usually it's just like me and you like driving in the car and we're like in this deep conversation i'm like kind of sad that no one's hearing. I know, but I know, I love talking to you. you know, you and Paige, and I'm so proud of you. I love you.
0: Thank you guys so much as always for listening, and we truly hope you got something out of this candid conversation. Abby and Juliana spoke about how heartbreak can come in so many forms, no matter the circumstance. If you have God, everything will work out. They also shared some practical ways to find yourself and become more aware of your emotions. We hope you have the best week, and we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Bye.